Hey everybody, Chris here. Not a lot to say about this one, except they finally get around to talking about Lana Del Rey. I know they've mentioned in the past two episodes. Um, and if you don't know who Lana Del Rey is or don't like her, you may by the end of this episode. Uh, other than that, uh, since right now, network is where all the new shows uh, will be available and appearing. And they're going to start being on their own SoundCloud pages and won't be on iTunes for the immediate future. But you can download and stream on SoundCloud. Thanks. Bye. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is another clean and sober intervention. You're kidding me. Okay. Oh, I love Swan Song. Yeah, Swan Song, okay. Yeah, here's Gad. Yeah, you like Oh, yeah, I, I have heard of them. All right. All right. You see, I like the way she starts out with that. Yeah. Kind of. Porch, grab you other. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up in the morning to red, blue, and yellow skies. It's so crazy, I could drink it like tequila sunrise. I did hear a song. Yeah, it is. So, do you want to? Hi, everyone. We're here. Welcome. It's uh, Mick and Mick and Jeff back for the third uh, installment of the of our podcast. You're killing me. And uh, this week we're excited. I know Mick's excited because Friday this today Sunday Friday the new Lana Del Rey album came out. Yes, so I we, am. But before we get started, okay, go ahead. I got to tell you the story. Oh yeah. Okay. Thursday, I'm coming out of the grocery store, mm-hmm. and this guy comes up to me. He's got to be, I'm thinking my age or something. He says, hey, Pop, you got a buck? And I'm looking around. I go, you talking to me? Mm-hmm. Pop? Right. My Pop? Yeah. He, I said, do I look that old? He says, we're all old. He goes, Pop, you got a buck? I said, no, Mick's got a buck, but Pop ain't don't got no buck. <laughs> so I'm thinking I should change my name to Pop St. John. Oh, it's from Mick St. John to Pop St. John. Yeah, I mean, Dude, it's more jazz-like, you know? It, it is, it is. Pop, yeah, it has some um, heft to it, obviously. It sounds like you've got wisdom. No, it sounds like I uh, got resentment. <laughs> Pop has more resentments, okay. Yeah. Go with that, all right, Pop. I'll see if I can remember to call you that during this show. Yeah, you call me so many names, for God's sake. Uh, so, um, so the album. I love it. You lo- Really? I'm I love it. I'm, I'm shocked. A- I know. Since did you go buy this on Friday? See, I, we're, we're yes. Well, play. actually, what I did was I downloaded the music early Friday morning. Okay. And then went when um, FY uh, E opened, yeah. I bought the album. Oh, nice. So it's the new album. It's called Honeymoon. 
It's got a picture of Lana on the cover. Do you want to describe this cover and just sort of what that meant? Let's just start with the cover. It's cool. She's yeah, it, it, it's, it's Lana in a um, limousine at Convertible, and it's Starline Tours is written on there, and she's kind of leaning um, oh, from the uh, kind of back seat, leaning forward on her uh, forearms and uh, looking out. She has this big sun hat and her glasses. Yeah, so she's like either going on a, a tour of Hollywood. She is. Like, yeah, or she's going to take you on a tour of Hollywood. And she does both, actually. Yes, that's good. And that's real significant that she's doing that alone, yeah. too. So I love her. Her album covers are great. The last one where she's got that kind of American Gothic pose, but she's got the red bra on underneath the white. But, you know, it's just sort of right. the totally violence, a really right? cool image, I guess, of this, this trying to be, you know, this purity mixed with what she really is right underneath. And then I think this is there. So cool album cover. We like that. Um, and then, yeah, do you want to talk overall? Like, overall, like to me, I listened to that today and I hadn't heard it. And it's, you know, it's, there's two kinds of people that you either like or you don't. And I think if you like obsessive love, if you're into that, this is the woman for you because it's 12 songs about this feeling of obsessive love, right? Across well, yeah, I mean, um, she deals with these themes throughout all three of her albums, and- right? Um, it's it's she deals with like loss and grief and uh, morality conflicts. Uh, you know she's always dating the wrong men, and um, you know and there's of course drugs, alcohol, <laughs> violence, and yeah. guns. Yeah. I mean, but that but, sums it up on 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 her you know kind of uh, recurring themes, but. With this one, well, let me start out and say, Lana, I think you're a poet. Oh, good. I mean, she really writes. She writes very poetically. Yeah. And brings her music to that. She's very. This album's very sophisticated noir. Yeah. Very kind of. She has moody strings, arrangements, some surreal jazz. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of little jazzy moments. Yeah. In lots of yeah. Yeah, that kind of weave through mm-hmm. and a low key. <laughs> Kind of uh, what I call garage kind of grunge. So she has all these elements mic- mm-hmm. mixed up, mm-hmm. you know, through there. It's a, it's her fifty vibe, which we saw on, of course, born to uh, born to die, mm-hmm. uh, which is Nancy Sinatra a la gangsta. Yeah, but she, it, this one, this this album, just overall musically, <clears throat> was a, was far more torch noir slow, right? There's not a lot of danceable big tracks, hooks, poppy. You don't hear a, you don't immediately hear something on there, and you're like, "That's a super song of the summer hit." You know what I'm saying? Well, except for uh, um, High Hi, at the, the Beach. Beach. Yeah. yeah. Other than that which song, was released. Yeah. Um, I don't see a lot of her songs danceable, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's there's some in the past that are just more movable than others. I mean, I think she did she she gets just faster, bigger tracks. Uh, this wasn't that, and that's fine. I'm not saying that's neither here nor there, but this is a definitely a slow torch album, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, I think you hit it. It's got elements of old Hollywood. Yeah, it just feels like that. And I think it's funny because I think you listen to her and you feel addicted to love somehow. It's like we're going to talk about her sobriety and during this and just, but this, 
she writes about love as a drug, you know? She right. writes about love as this this thing that you're going to get hooked on. And I think her appeal, when you think about why... And she knows she's going to get hooked on it. Yeah. And she knows it's not going to do her good, but she can't help herself. Yeah, but right. Yeah, going both ways. That's interesting. Yeah, and what I, you know, um, what I really like, she just maintains her refined cool yeah. throughout this, you know. On her last album, Ultra Violence, she got a lot of flack, um, you know, uh, in the title song of that, Ultra Violence, you know, she used the line from a Carol King song, um, he hit me and it felt like a kiss. Right. You know, and when asked about feminism, she says she really doesn't care about it, it doesn't interest her, you know. Right. And she's kind of being real upfront. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, last year in an interview, she said that uh, she wanted to, you know, she wanted to die. So she, did she get a lot of flack because uh, feminists said she was not being true to the spirit of, of feminism? Uh, yeah, she was more, uh, she was in that song and through different um, mm-hmm. things, which which she still maintains in here, she, she's more passive. Yeah. Um, in some instances, she's more aggressive. But she's really more passive. You know what's interesting about that is I think, I think the the women and this is I don't know how it says, but her power she has real power over men in a way. You know what she I'm does, saying? Exactly. By by being this, she's like the ultimate symbol of obsessive love that she'll she'll be with you no matter what. You know it doesn't matter. She's the the deeper and darker you can swirl down into whatever this is. Uh, she'll she, go with she's you. She's with you all the way. Or she'll take you there. Or she'll take you there. And there's real power in that, right? There's real mm-hmm. feminine power in that kind of push you over the edge kind of way. And I think that's that's funny that that feminists knock her when she, truly what she's singing about is the ultimate female power in a way, right? The ultimate... I don't know uh, if she's ultimate... Feminine I, what? It's But it's something. There's something Well, there. she's, you know, I think she said she's not interested in that. And I think she does... In uh, in some of these songs, um, but it's not like she's helpless. You, well, in some of them she is, and, yeah, but and you, let me. Oh, uh, no, she one, is. Let's go with. Um, oh yeah, so, so let's for get, example, you want to talk a little about the tracks? That's good. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the tracks. Uh, for, first, which song did you? What's your favorite on there? Which song uh, did you? It's really hard. What what couple like stood out that you would listen to? Oh, uh, I have listened to. No, that just you're like, oh, that one really sticks out to me. Well. Uh, now you put me on the spot oh, because okay, it's okay. it's it's a tough. I like my Lana Del Rey with coffee and a bit of salt. <laughs> you know, I mean that's just, you did that's just how you have to take it. Yeah, that's fair. But um, I, I want to say like my top maybe five are music to watch boys to. Yeah, that was a really which, fun track. Which you think is going to be um, very um, oh fifties type of. Um, uh, you know, mm-hmm. girl pop girl song yeah. that came out, and it, it's exactly the complete opposite. And, and to me, uh, that song was about uh, her uh, kind of obsessing about someone she couldn't have, right? And just sort of uh, 
it almost was like she was in her car watching a guy at his house leaving and coming, and she just was really obsessive. It's a fun track. It's kind of a fun right, yeah. yeah, and that's one of the more faster tracks yeah, too. She's, you know because I like that, and one. she does all the lyrics. You know, I mean all, all the uh, singing, all, all the, the singing, yeah, all she, the singing, she, the, um, all the background singing, background yeah. singing, and and speak, you know, yeah, and um, you know, she says. Um, which is real interesting because we have that 50s and pink flamingos always fascinated me. I know what only the girls know. Know what lies akin to me. I I see you're going, so I play my music. I know what only the girls know. It's not that Leslie Gore, it's my party type of thing. Yeah. It's, it's very, very um, uh, dark. Velveteen and Lee living single, it never felt that right to me. I know what only the girls know. Lies can be by eternity. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that, that's, that was the first one that caught me. Yeah. Um, there is a high in the beach which has been played and, yep. and so I think we're just gonna go I'm gonna hit a different one and it's um God knows I tried and this is you know as I said this is very somewhat Nancy Sinatra it sounds like it would be something Nancy Sinatra would have done okay and um, but in the end uh, uh, um, which well, does make reference to it says to red, blue, and yellow lights on Monday they destroyed me, but by Friday I'm revived. Put on the Hotel California, wearing my blinders in the rain. I've got nothing much to live for ever since Sometimes I She's yeah. got her fame. She's got, and it's not what she wants. You know, uh-huh. it's it's it isn't it isn't the 
the love, the fascination, um, it, it doesn't sustain her, and, and God knows she tried, you know. Um, and you were saying that you like, and I totally agree, um, the song um, Art Deco, and I, and I like that, I think that's kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that and, was a good thing. And it does, you know, that's more of her traditional gangster yep. uh, type of hip-hop. Yeah, she loves a gangster. Yeah, and um, he's out on the dance floor dancing, and and she kind of goes up to him, and, and you know, and she knows she's going to take him home for the night. song a lot um the one that the one that totally struck me as the one i would want to listen to is again right out of it was called freak and it was uh this story about uh she's basically giving you this promise of running away with her to california and and uh living in this obsessive love magical world and be a freak like her and that that, that lyrically was cool uh, the chorus was really good i, I really liked that But it's funny, you know, so you, you've become obsessed with Alana, right? Right. Like, I've known you for a while, Mick, your, th- your three great obsessions. When I first met you, it was Henry James. Right. Then we moved to Patti Smith. Yep. Still love Patti. Yeah, no, and I don't, yeah, but now it's Lana. Mm-hmm. But tell me, out of all this stuff, like, what hooked, what hooked you for her? What was this thing that she has that just... You know, I was, I, how I discovered her was, yeah. um, I was looking on Amazon and... They came up with, you know, new albums. And her, that Born to Die cover, it kind of caught me. And I thought, this might be interesting or it might be bad. And I thought, I'm going to take a chance and buy it. So I bought it, um, downloaded it, and um, started listening to it. And just her voice, the way she she can really sing angelic, really... Sing with um, kind of darkness mm-hmm. and was interesting and yeah. immediately hooked. And yeah, it, yeah. I had not realized yeah. by the time that was released, mm-hmm. she already had 
the Saturday Night Live appearance. Yeah, yeah. Which she got pretty much slammed for. She did. And, um... Critics hated her. Oh, yeah. If, uh, Everyone hated her. The next thing you watch it, it was like, well, it wasn't that... I mean, you know, I've seen... Right, right. I've seen awkward performances on Saturday Night Live from new bands that this is their first thing and over the years. Yeah, she got, she got a lot horrible critical reception for... It was like, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like she fell off the stage in some, you know... Right, and but you know, and she missed a line or something, right. and it was, but you know, it just was like, but yeah, anything you know, uh, to trash her because, yeah, to me, she's like, and I read this in a review, yeah, it's like, what does David Lynch think of Lana Del Rey, yeah, and um, does he think you know, um, she's the uh, creature uh, or the the person that he invented that's stalking him yeah and she uh, the uh, reviewer says that's a very lynchian concept in yeah. the meantime yeah and and pr said you know uh, uh lana del rey is the daughter laura palmer never had <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I mean, that's why I love Lana Del Rey. I, right. I love her music. Yeah. I don't know a whole... And she's very... She keeps... The more uh, I think she becomes popular, the more kind of elusive... Her, she keeps her personal life. Yeah, yeah. So what you hear, yeah. you know, is that Lana Del Rey? Yes. No. In, but in which way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Um, you know that's what makes it. That's what makes it interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've loved her. You but know, since she definitely I, has. She definitely has a myth about her. You don't really know if you know who she is, is a real person, but it doesn't really matter. Right, right, right. Her, her music, the voice of the poet. Yeah, is what speaks so you, through. So, and Sylvia. So the other obsession you've had is Sylvia Plath. So if you think of Sylvia, Sylvia Plath, Patty Smith. She's Lana been compared to Sylvia Plath, but, but, but it's all—it's all, it's it's all of this really dark. It's—it's. It's, Why are we talking about me? We're I'm just talking about Lana. Listen, Mike. I'm just—I'm Nick. Pops. Sorry. Jeez. We're—we're we're talking about, we're talking about this super dark, spiralistic, obsessive thinking. It, 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 but I, I guess what I'm making the analogy for is, I wonder if you and I, as people who love to put drugs in our body. Right, who mm-hmm. love to be addicted to things, who can see the beauty in that dark tragedy. Just uh, instantly listen to someone like Lana Del Rey or Patti Smith or Reed Sylvia Plath, and it's just like something clicks. Right? Is there? Is there that's a, what happened. Yeah, that's what for happens. you. Is that for what, me, you that's feel? what happened. And Leonard, Leonard Cohen, don't yeah. forget that one. Okay. And yeah, exactly. Uh, something clicked with that, and boom, you know. Yeah. I got Paradise, which is actually the extended version of um, uh, Born to Die. Mm-hmm. And when Ultra Violence came out immediately, I bought it on Amazon and, um, you know, been listening yeah. to it ever is since. It, but does the obsession with her feel good for you? Like when you get obsessed with stuff, does that feel... I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah I, enjoy, I mean, I, I enjoy it. Like... When I'm walking, I that's why this is Lana Del Rey, you yeah. know. And um, it, yeah, it's something I enjoy. It's something that that doesn't, uh, you know. What, what, what's good about, you know, if you want to say a positive addiction, right? Um, 
is that it doesn't take you down a path that you can't come back from. Right. Like alcohol and drugs do. Yeah, right. You know, you can't, once you go down that path, you need something other than yourself, baby, yeah. to get yourself back. Right. Because it ain't happening on your own. And pop, listen to that from Pops. <laughs> and the other song, you know, we both liked, I know we both, uh, we talked a little bit uh, beforehand, mm-hmm. but yeah. we liked um, The Darkest uh, Night, or The Darkest Day. Yeah. And, um... The Black... No, the, no, I'm sorry, The Blackest Day. The Blackest Day. I love that song. Yeah. And she's talking about... Oh, yeah. I thought that was a tremendous song. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and and she's talking about... That is um, the one, the spiraling... Her baby leaves her, mm-hmm. and she's talking about almost this pleasure of spiraling out of control of uh, going into this Blackest Day obsession because she can't be with this... And, and uh, yeah, what you acting out on love mm-hmm. with just trashing away with love that she doesn't mean, trying to fill this void when, when her man's gone with all this obsessive stuff that none of it, none of it, but she's just acting out. Yeah, it's a really good song. You know, and I like the, the uh, um, chorus too because yeah. she brings in some of the other, uh, you know, darks, uh, another dark sing- yeah. singer. And um, what she says, you know, is ever since my baby went away, it's been the blackest day. Yeah. All I hear is Billie Holiday. Yeah. It's all that I play. Yeah. And, and even the starts out kind of slow again, that very noir, but it quickly goes into uh, that orchestra. You hear, you know, mm-hmm. um, alto uh, or higher voice singing in yeah. the background, yeah. kind yeah. of a uh, tortured angel and her kind of um, very uh, low uh Bass, soprano, well, bass, soprano yeah, whatever her, for one yeah, would be bass, would be uh, you know kind of the what, what's coming through so I mean the way she just blends that all is so beautiful yeah. so you you know her albums really well uh, only by this, listening to them yeah but how does this compare to Ultraviolence this this specific album I mean what are their because to me they all sound a lot alike and I will say do you do you think this is true like people say of ACDC all their songs sound alike. ACDC has one song. It's a really good song, but it's kind of they played over and over. Right. Album and album and album. Does Does Lana remind you of that, or Not does at she? All. Okay. And what's so when you listen to this, Born to Die, and I, I see a tremendous distance between Born to Die and this album, between Ultraviolence and this album, 
Has, has she grown? Has she gone? Well, I assume where she's, she's kind of gone back to the um, more of the kind of hip hop, the slower uh, songs on Born to Die yeah. with Honeymoon okay. and Ultra Violence. Um, took on more of a narco swing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so they're, I, they're all different, you know. It's like saying, do you like Picasso yeah. over, um, or do you know, like Some this Picasso over this Sherwin-Williams? Picasso? Oh, sorry. Over Sherman. Yeah, well, <laughs> we know, different you know, Picassos. And, uh, the blue Picasso versus the whatever. I got you. Yeah, okay. yeah, or water lilies. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, so um, uh, Monet. Monet did yeah. five different sets of water lilies, right. you know, which do you like better? I okay. mean, so, so her music is her, yeah, but obviously. she has grown, yeah. yeah. It's more of a sophisticated, as I said, a very sophisticated. So she's getting better as a of, lyricist, more sophisticated. Yeah, her music's, yeah, I think she's getting uh, more sophisticated. It's yeah. the first time, yeah. Uh, that she hasn't been completely panned by her critics. I know. She gets a lot of bad critics for, as, as, because her music, when you first heard, the first time I heard the first refrain of video games, and I remember, you know, just when you first heard that song, how, did you see it on, you're instantly hooked. Did you see it? No, I know, I heard it, someone sent it to me, and it was just, you're like, this is amazing. It's amazing. And it, and then you listen to the rest of that album, it's like, it's amazing. So yeah, how she it got is crit- amazing so or is it um, critically panned? I I never understood what the critics didn't see in her as an artist. Well, they what, didn't see her as an artist. Well, yeah, and did they? And, did they, there was some? I guess there was some concern, like, or there was some. Uh, she's making up this persona, and she's not really this person because she recorded under this other name, and so she's invented this thing. And to me, I was like, well, that's cool. What do you? I mean, that's the whole part of it, right? And whether that's her or not. It's a very one-dimensional girl that she sings about. She's probably has a much wider life as we all do, but her thing is really good. She's well, really good and that's what makes the critics uh, because she doesn't. Um, she lets you guess, and they said, you know, um, after on Born to Die, that mm-hmm. was her father's money that got her, you know, uh, the record deal, or yeah, yeah. it was her. Um, yeah, she, the girl's got talent. She would have got. Right, right, or you know, or that she slept with someone to get the thing, you know, to get the deal. Who hasn't? Ergo, like, she, Mick, she, you know, who hasn't that, slept with someone to get. You something? know, she she addresses that issue with, you know, on ultra violence yeah. with, I, uh, you know, fucked my way up to the top. Yeah, she does. And same thing with um, this album, you know, being uh, she addresses her critics with, you know, either statements she has made, and everybody has either takes them out of context mm-hmm. or, you know, backlashes her, which you wouldn't do, you know, to, um, I know uh, Kurt Cobain's daughter uh, tweeted Francis that. Francis Bean. Yeah, well, um, thank you. Yeah. I'm not all hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops ain't all hip, sorry. Uh, you know, that it was, she was really upset with that, um, you know, her making the, that comment of wanting to die. Oh. And, um, you know, and then who's offering her help? You know, it's like blaming an alcoholic. Okay. And, uh, this, and this who's going to offer help? Her, she, and you sent me that article about her that she basically has nine years sobriety or eight years sobriety, right? Nine years. So when she was in her late teens, early 20s, it sounds like she went did her experimentation with alcohol and drugs and 
Maybe but, yeah. crossed the line and became an addict. Definitely even in high school. Okay, she high had school. a big problem with alcohol. Yeah. And what happened was her parents just... Uh, but she's sober sent, now. So, yeah, sent her to boarding school. Okay. And on her first album, yeah. uh, Lizzie Grant... Yeah. Have you listened to those albums? You know, they've never been released. And okay. I'm sorry, Lana, I didn't know this, but um, I guess someone had hacked in to her computer and spread the music ah, out. So it's out there. So I yeah, I have on you get a nap and you can say it says like so you've um, listened to public it. domain, yes. Yeah. Okay. And um you know, it, it, it's definitely early Lana yeah. Del Rey. Okay, so you can you know, hear it's her. Early, it's oh, yeah. it's definitely Lana Del Rey. Okay, I great. mean and you know, mm-hmm. it it's uh it's great I mean great stuff. I hope she re releases it yeah. or he does it. But the interesting thing of when she was this interview about her being sober now, she she is out on tour. She's one of the biggest artists in the world, selling out, you know, big major venues, touring all over the place. Certainly these temptations of the rock star lifestyle are everywhere. And you've seen them get Amy Winehouse and other stars and she just right. doesn't she seems to have it good head on her shoulders and sort of that interview just made it seem like wow, she really sees this moment, sees her place in it. Um, has had this past pastfulness that she can tap into of addiction and obsession and all that stuff. But that's what her music's about, and not necessarily what she's about. In in the fact that she seems like a seems like she has a good head on her shoulders and is doing really well. Would you agree? I agree because she. I mean, this is especially with uh, honeymoon. This album is you know more tightly under her control. Okay. And what she has uh, to say. And let me actually read you something. Okay. Um, what she says about, I know she made a comment that, um, in that article I sent you, that her triggers for relapse were, you know, um, being, you know, uh, disliked or criticized uh, for her music. Right. So all, all this critics really shook her. Early on, they, it did really shake her. Yeah, yeah, it which really I'm sure did really shake her. And um, that's got to be strange to put yourself out there and just get completely slammed the way she was. Right? That's got to be a I, weird feeling. For no, you know, like you're just exactly, yeah, you I'm know, sure. and and that's just. And I, I think she's a pretty honest person. Yeah. Um, you know, she, she, I think she says what's on her mind, and yeah. and she's not going to lie to you. You, yeah. you don't like it? Well, you know. Yeah. But but let me read to you this piece where she says, When I write about the things that I've lost, I feel like I'm writing about alcohol because that was the first love of my life. Ah. That's so interesting because a lot of this love, maybe that's why all of her songs feel like they are being written about something you're addicted to. And she just takes that into men. You know what I'm saying? But well, all man, the songs, sex, drugs. Yeah. She still uses drugs, yeah, yeah. alcohol, and the, the violence, the whole thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's getting it's super caught up in that, that behavior, yeah. uh, world. Yeah. And it, um, in an interview with um, uh, on NPR, and I, I, I apologize to the gentleman, I can't remember his name, but um, he asked her, is Lana Del Rey a character played by Elizabeth Grant? Yeah. And she said, no, Lana Del Rey is exactly who she's supposed to be. Free enough to be her own person, and that's exactly who I am. I'm not like a persona. I'm not a character of myself. 
And the last question he asks is when you have a gift and even people who can be a little extracting with what they think as, of as your lyric content, part of it is they believe you have a great gift. Do you feel it's something you owe to yourself, you owe to the world to keep in good repair and to give people something? And here's her answer. Not really. I feel a strong relationship with God, and I feel my ties are with Him. That's how I honestly feel. Everything I do, I do it for somebody I've never met before. Some Something in the great beyond. That's my prime relationship, really, is something is with something divine. Yeah. I feel a connection as real with that as I've ever had with anybody on this earth. Wow. And so that was a very, you know, and you yeah. can find that on NPR. Lana has a higher power. Very much so. And has a great relationship. And, and, and she writes, yeah. Yeah. And she writes her poetry, her music, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and she doesn't Divide. care what yeah. anybody else says. That's great. You know. All right. We are, we are right at the time, my friend. So good. Good show. I'm, I'll, I will cut some songs in here as we we'll have talked about this. Week. And then next week, we're going to try to find something that, oh, that we're not quite so obsessed with, and we're going to have some fun well, you with know, maybe a lighthearted movie. You got what one? I, what I, yes. What? Actually, a David Lynch film. Oh, that sounds lighthearted. It is. What's it called? It's called oh, yeah. The Straight Story. The Straight Story. And it's a true story yeah. about Alvin Strait, yeah. uh, who rides... He's an old man like me. Yeah, he's Pops. He's Pops. And um, he rides a tractor across Iowa to Wisconsin yeah. um, to make amends to his oh, brother. It's a little night step that we're going to talk. I love it. And it's it's a okay. feel-good movie. Good and, um, you know, I recommend you see this. Yeah. And if you have any input, please feel free to, uh, get, in you know, to get in touch with us because yeah. we love input. We love you guys. All right. And... <laughs> We are going to give away a free Lana Del Rey CD. Okay. Is it this one you have right here, or are you going to buy another one? We'll, we'll figure that well, out. I know. I got it. We'll give them three weeks. All right. What do you mean? What's this okay. cut? What's, what, 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 what? You don't, you don't, you don't tell Pops to cut. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Get the Lana Del Rey. We love you.